Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thank you for listening. It's been a real pleasure to have you with me so far this morning. My next guest has been with me many times, Vince Mastrovito. And um, Vince and I have talked about so many different topics um, for business owners. It's it's always great to have him on. A couple couple weeks ago, for instance, we talked about why do owners stay too long in the business. Uh, Actually, last week, we talked about why is it so important to review expenses. And this week, we're going to talk about maintaining growth in tough economic times. So, uh, Vince, welcome once again. Thanks for coming on to the show with me again. Hey, Bill. Thanks so much. Really great to be on your show again. Certainly talking to you, and uh, hopefully your listeners enjoy the content that we talk about today. So thank you so much. It's enjoyable being here. Interesting topic. My pleasure. So, uh, listeners, uh, what you need to know about Vince is he's a member of Exit Planning Institute, the Value Builders Program, Pinnacle Equity Solutions. Uh, he's been a member of BEI in the past, and he's got a lot of designations in the in and around the exit space, including um, certified business exit consultant, certified exit planning advisor, certified value builder, and certified uh, disc plus coach. So, Vince, you're you're serious about all of this stuff. Tell our listeners why you got into this and what what gratitude you you feel from being able to work with your uh, business owner clients uh, with, uh, you know, basically their thanks that you get for, for uh, working with them. Yeah. So kind of how, how we got involved into it is certainly I was in a family business uh, at a much younger age. We were in the grocery store business. So that kind of gave us a pretty good indication of how families work together. Um, and then I actually had my own business that I had sold over, over a period of time and was working primarily with business owners and, and just kind of wanted to transition into focus into more of really kind of helping them. You know, a lot of the gratitude we get is when you find that the business owner is really at a place in their life that when they have transitioned out or in the midst of transition, that they're very comfortable with the direction in which they're headed. Their business is then able to kind of sustain and maintain itself and grow through that. And that the new leadership team uh, and the existing leadership team that was there before, because that many times is different generations, are, are actually collaborating together and moving that business forward to even new levels. Yeah, so there's a lot um, of complex issues uh, in a family business or in, in a small business and a medium-sized business. There are a lot of different issues that business owners don't know where to turn and they need clarity, they need they need uh, answers and they don't need, you know, to a lot of times they don't need um a legal um 
opinion. They just need someone to talk to about this kind of stuff. And this is one of those tough times right now. A lot of business owners are wondering how they can maintain growth in these tough economic times. It's, it's uh, a lot of businesses, I'm, I'm reading huge numbers of businesses are going out of business. I had an owner just uh, yesterday, Vince said, boy, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm dismayed that my business went, value went down a little bit. I said, well, from where I sit, you're doing pretty good. I mean, a lot of businesses are out. They're done. Um, and so these are tough economic times. What do most business owners do when the economy drops? Well, the a lot of them will just panic um, and kind of, you know, just kind of really kind of curl up in, in a sense. And they're really they're going to start slashing costs in every single area just because they're worried about cash flow. Uh, they're probably going to cut their marketing. They're going to potentially lay off uh, really good people that they've had without giving much thought to them. Uh, they're going to potentially look at maybe not paying close enough attention to their um, current client base and what they can do to really help them. So in many cases, they're not really focused on the things that they need to focus on because they're kind of in what we define as panic mode uh, because the economy has just crashed uh, for whatever various reasons. Today we're dealing with COVID-19, which is, you know, very impactful. They're like I think like you said, Bill, there are thousands literally thousands of businesses that will never reopen again. I think a lot of those are going to be directed towards the restaurant business and certainly entertainment industry, but there could be a lot of other businesses that just really are not able to, to make it um, because of the limitations with COVID-19 and kind of maybe where they were from a financial perspective. Um, and they're just not going to be able to, you know, weather the storm and it just, it just happens. Well, you know, I think a lot of owners think back to 2008, 2009 when, when it was a bad economy, things went down in a hurry, and it took a long time for things to get back to a state of, of you know, normalcy, a long time, and there were mm-hmm. a lot of false starts along the way, and it, it hasn't been that long for a lot of the owners to be able to think about that and go, you know, maybe I waited too long back then. I don't want to make the same mistake now, but this is this is very different because we've changed consumer um, habits and ability to buy. But overall, if you if you strip away uh, COVID nineteen, the economy was was starting to falter a little bit, but it it was still in pretty good shape, right? So this is very different. Yeah, this is certainly very different, and and certainly you know a lot of these are out of our control. We've had ten different economic. Um, impactors from a negative perspective, whether it was the uh, 07-09 global recession to the Bernie Madoff to the 07-08 subprime crisis, Katrina, 9-11, China-India growth of financial crisis, uh, 2002, the, you know, the, um, the slide of 9-11 stocks, things of that nature. So we've had like 10 of these occurrences since the 21st century started, you know, so since 2000 and it, it really business owners are going to always be faced with these issues that are going to be, you know, kind of pulling them in another direction of, you know, how do I handle and move and deal with these crises? And I think the good business owners really take a look at their business and really try to understand 
what can I do to pivot and really make sure that I can do do well during this crisis and kind of hold my own or try to get some growth in the business and and really kind of move forward so that we can, can sustain over a period of time. And so crisis management is one thing that we always take a look at is in, internally, what are some of the steps that the business really needs to do to work through these these dips in the economy, no matter what they are. And a lot of the same fundamentals will come back is, do you need to shift the message that you're sending to your clients? Are there other industries or markets that you can penetrate within your business fairly quickly? Are you capitalizing on the weaknesses that you have within your business? These are the types of things that business owners really need to be focusing on when you start to see some some really dramatic economic conditions. And aside from the ones that I had mentioned earlier that we have already experienced, and certainly we're in the middle of COVID-19, is this is going to be some time before we really come out of this COVID-19, and the impact on the business owner's value is going to be potentially very dramatic. And buyers that are going to buy these businesses are really going to look at the business and the business owner and say, how did you handle the impact of 2020 when COVID-19 hit and how did you come out of that and how did you pivot through there and manage your way through that kind of a crisis? I mean, it's, it's very difficult, right? Yeah. A big difficulty is, um, you know, we look for clarity and truth in, um, in reporting and, and trying to figure out and project, well, is this a three month problem? Is it a, you know, tell, tell me, how long the race I'm going to run, and I'll equip myself for, to run that race. If we don't know, and we continue to not know, and it's it's um, you know the the news kind of uh, drives the uh, uh, the whole environment, the whole you know how the consumers react, um, and uh, it, it becomes very difficult for the owners to plan ahead very far. You mentioned some of the key areas that that people might focus on. Let's talk about a couple of those. How about you, you talked about messaging. Um, would that be mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, changing your, your marketing strategy, or your, your marketing message to clients and prospects and potential customers? I, I think so. I, I really do. I think absolutely is when you, you have to communicate with your customers and let them know how you are working through this and that you're there for them and here's how you're going to be able to provide your products or services to them. And certainly asking them what you can do to help them move through that process. So your branding, um, what you have out there really needs to be very clear. And you need to make sure that you're sending out those messages to those people. Yes, uh, I know that um, companies that do, I have a, a couple clients that do social mar- social media marketing and they're doing incredible business because a lot of people are coming to them saying, I didn't think I need to do this before, but apparently this is going to be one of the, the best and maybe uh, the only, one of the only ways to get out to new customers since we can't, since they're not coming out as much um, and, and seeing my store or my offering. So a lot, a lot more online type of uh, marketing and orientation um, how about the, the capitalization side of things? What tips could you give our listeners in, in uh, 
uh, dealing with their their capitalization and their their cash and their their um, uh, working capital resources. Yeah, that's certainly very important. It can cause a tremendous amount of anxiety very quick, depending on where you're at. So, understanding what your cash burn rate is and and that, what does that mean to you, the business owner, it just means is what do you currently have on cash? What are your expenditures? What type of receivables do you have coming in? What type of spendables do you have going out? Which ones can you hold back on? And try to find out with that particular cash position, how long can you last? Does that take me out 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? Uh, certainly, do you have a line of credit that you can lean on to make sure that you're, you know, that you're able to pay some of your bills? Um, you certainly want to talk to some of your vendors and some of your suppliers to see if you can extend out some of your payments, whether that's just paying it on a smaller basis from a payment perspective um, or delaying those payments for a period of time. I think from a business owner's perspective, once you kind of go through some of these basic fundamentals and then really go back to what your core mission is and understanding what you're trying to accomplish, and kind of really dig your feet in, uh, and, you know, in, in this particular case for, for a very long fight and pull your leadership team together, that will really tell you what direction your business is going to be able to go. And so I'll just kind of refer back to my comment, Bill, about the, you know, crisis management. If you don't have the type of people in place that you can really rely on to be creative and bring these ideas back to the you know, back to conversation to kind of move you to that next level and to keep you sustaining at least breathing through this period of time, then, you know, certainly as you as you go through it, you're going to probably want to take a look at how can I make sure that I have that in place for the future? Because I think that's really, really important. Right, right. So, uh, you know, uh, one baseline of understanding is um, w to find out what all is available, which seems to be changing daily if you watch the headlines, mm -hmm. the potential um, inf right. uh, information and bailouts and, you know, or PPP2 or what else, whatever else might come down the line. Um, but also, well, you mentioned one thing that's important in there, understanding whether you have a line of credit and whether you should access it just to have the cash because banks might um, change their positions down the road. As we're hearing, they're becoming tighter on the consumer side of the marketplace because they're having a more difficult time figuring out um, how long this is going to last and whether they're going to get repaid and, and uh, they might not be as willing to grant a line of credit say six months from now as they might be if, if you've deployed one now. That, that, I think that's great. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's great advice um, for, for your listeners is that having the line of credit is better and not having to use it than not having it and needing it. Um, because if you do have a slide in your business and your revenues and profits, you are correct that the bank may not give you that line of credit come September, October, November, uh, if the economy dips a little bit more. Whereas if you already have it in place, then you at least have something that you can lean on to get you through these more difficult times and then you can come back out on the other side, hopefully looking a lot better. But a lot of this is really going to be based on execution, Bill. I mean, if you have good, solid leadership and a direction of where you want to go, 
and you have that crisis management, and it's fairly easy for you to pivot into some other areas. I'll give you an example. We had a company certainly that has focused a lot on manufacturing here in Michigan, but they were able, able to pivot over and get a lot of business from the agricultural areas and those industries. And even though they were may not be quite as profitable as the manufacturing side, it has allowed them to actually grow their business and keep moving in that direction. And they actually have buyers for their business right now because they were able to maintain that over a period of time. So I think it's really, really important that those owners that really plan and look at these things on a daily basis and have great execution are going to be in a much better position than those that don't. Really great point. You know, one of the other things that I heard you mention was uh, having discussions with vendors about cash flow issues, but it's also very important to understand uh, where your vendors and and the people that and your clients, the people that owe you money, what their position are, so you can uh, figure out if you're going to need to plan for maybe you being on the other side of that discussion and, and having to stretch out your your terms as far as uh, paying and receiving. I would agree 100%. I mean, you have to look at any and all resources to keep cash in the business. Uh, I know that during COVID, especially during the, the, the early times, we actually were very proactive with our clients and went back and reduced our fees to our clients, let them know, look, we're here to work with you shoulder to shoulder, uh, and we're going to work you through this and let us know what you need in every way. And so you have to make sure that you have those communications and that you're working with the people and that you have a very, very solid relationship to move that forward and that you have what we call skin in the game that, hey, we want to keep going through this, and here's where we want to get you at the end, and here's how it's going to help you. The business owner needs to make sure that his or her team is doing the same thing as to what direction are they headed in. Yeah, really good point. So much to think about these days, and, you know, we're we're hoping that mm-hmm. we see a back end of this sooner rather than later. But as you mentioned, uh, the the numbers aren't going in our, in our direction right now. Um, it's funny that a lot of business owners that that are doing well um, are finding that that this can be a uh, a tremendous opportunity for them as they find uh, other competitors. So the other thing to keep an eye on is what's happening with your competitors. Are there buying opportunities out there for those that aren't doing well? I would agree wholeheartedly on that, Bill. There's probably going to be some great opportunities. Uh, for you to maybe pick up a nice company into a market that maybe you didn't have any penetration in uh, and maybe pick somebody up at a pretty cheap price. We we did have a client that is actually um, looking at purchasing a company out in California for that very reason. Certainly they were, they were already in the midst of talking about it uh, and it kind of stalled out at the beginning of COVID, uh, but they were headed out there um, earlier this month to kind of go through some of the final due diligence and they were going to be adding on this company uh, for them, and it was going to put them into an area that they actually did pick up some pretty sizable markets that they didn't have any access to. And I think that this will help them long term. So I, I would agree. The the really good businesses that that really plan and do some forecasting and, and really look at how to create value, they are certainly all impacted in one way or the other uh, from a negative standpoint during times like a COVID-19 
but they also stand up and really kind of look at punching it in the nose, so to speak, and saying, okay, how am I going to work through this? And I need to be able to be creative and pivot from one of these to make sure that we can move forward and kind of is kind of steer that ship in the right direction. Vince, this is why I love to have you on the show. You always bring uh, solid and uh, usable advice for our listeners. Uh, tremendous uh, information today on how to maintain growth in tough economic times. Listeners, you should go to Vince's website at Prometis Partners, and I'll spell that for you, P-R-O-M-E-T-I-S-P-A-R-T-N-E-R-S, ProMetisPartners.com, and see the tremendous uh, lineup of tools and resources that he's made available on his website to help you figure things out and, and understand uh, what what it really looks like to be thinking about your future. Uh, and Vince, uh, we always encourage people to call you, uh, call your firm, and and talk about what their situation is. Learn more about it because you're a fountain of wealth and uh, a wealth of information. Excuse me. And um, we really appreciate your your time and, and effort in coming back on the show and bringing us some more tips today. Bill, thanks again so much. Love talking to you and your listeners. Wish you guys all the best. Stay safe. And again, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 